This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, well, we have to thank a wonderful listener. For the uh, talker of this hour on the Colleen and Bradley Show, my talk 1071. I'm a Colleen. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Colleen and I'm a Bradley. I'm a Colleen. No, so no, welcome to our show. Uh, <laughs> just call us Hilaria Baldwin of Midday Radio. Seriously. Uh, no, this one actually, this, this question came from our listener, Jenny, who shared uh, this idea with us yesterday. So here's the deal this is the question it's grad party season. You don't have to be doing having a grad party to answer this question, but Great. but a lot of times around the time you're getting ready for graduation parties, that's when you start doing work on your home, home improvements, because you're going to have a party. Everybody's going to come over, oh, and sure. So suddenly, all the it's things that have motivator. been wrong, yeah, just show up in your eyeball sockets, and you're like, oh gosh, we got to fix all this stuff. So then what ends up happening is you start a home improvement project, and then in the starting of that home improvement project, it all goes sideways. Uh. So, for example, maybe you started trying to just take some wallpaper off a wall, and then you end up having to skim coat an entire new wall. That's so the a thing fancy that was, term. I know, right? I know things. It. No, more like I watch HGTV. Oh, okay. Um, shiplap, shiplap, shiplap. <laughs> exactly. So what is, the, what is the home improvement project that totally went sideways for you? Like you thought you were just going to do a quick, easy fix, and then a few thousand dollars later, you got the fix you actually needed. What is the home improvement project that went sideways? 651-641-1071. Would you like to hear what happened to our friend Jenny? Yeah, of course I do. Uh, I would love to tell you. So she said, so this is what she said in her email. Our daughter is graduating from high school soon. and We're planning on a grad party in our garage. And then she put in parentheses, exclamation point and driveway. The thought of serving food in our dirty 1978 garage was suddenly a disturbing thought. So I decided to freshen it up by painting the inside of the tan and dirty garage door with some old white paint that needed to be used up or thrown out. This seems like a silly task, since we're definitely the only people who would ever notice. But it does look better. However, and here we go sideways. Uh Today, as I put the second coat on, I noticed a bolt missing on this very old and very heavy garage door. Mm. And then I noticed two of the hinges on the same side are cracked. That means it's broken. I was going to say that doesn't sound good and dangerous. Scary. Yeah. She said, long story short, exactly. Our cheap use up the paint, freshen up the garage project is now a very expensive project for a grad party, like from zero to seven thousand dollars very quickly. That sucks because seven thousand dollars is not nothing by far, I'm sure. 
But I will say, like, just from, like, the scaredy cat personal safety experience, I'm so grateful that she found that because I would be mortified. Can you imagine if you just, like, hopefully that if it did collapse or something, it would be, like, while she, you know, was waiting for the door open and it just didn't. But, like, you don't want to be in there when that happens. That would drive me up a wall. So, all right. Have you had a home improvement project go sideways? I will tell you. We live. I know Colleen lives in an old home. She's answering the phone right now, but we live in an old home as well, over 100 years old in South Minneapolis. And there is no such thing as an easy home improvement project. Everything from like a valve on the toilet to a light switch like we we just wanted to replace uh, an old light fixture in determining how best to do that. We discovered, by the way. Uh, here's a plug for you. Call hero.com. Um, they, uh, the experts, I, I swear I'm not doing the live spot, but the expert electricians at Hero told us, um, do you know you have two electrical systems in your home? Oh my gosh. And we were like, what? That's a thing? And they explained it. And I was like, all we wanted to do was replace a light fixture. And so my point was, yep. Colleen, you were on the air, was, or you were on the air, you were um, <laughs> on, the on the phone, phone is... <laughs> There in an old home, there oh. are, there's very rarely like an easy fix to anything. Oh yeah, oh like, yeah. Oh, let's replace the filter on no, just replace the whole thing. Oh, I've got a story like that, but you know what? Before we get to that, we got to get to the our caller on line one, and I need you to say your name one more time because I didn't hear it on the phone. Oh, it's it's like a man's name. It's my it's a, a Par- name for a grandmother. Um. Yeah, okay. Hi, Sydney. Okay, here's my story. Hang on. Hang on just a second. Okay, so um, I, I live in this 102-year-old house, 860-square-foot house. Okay, so 15 years ago, the people before me built a single-car garage. Total cost of the single-car garage was $800. Oh, wow. Okay, now looking at lumber and all of the prices. So I thought, well... I have a very long driveway, so my thought was I'm going to look into having the garage physically moved up the driveway. Mind you, it needs to be moved up about 50 feet closer to the house. Okay. Um, because um, I can't really use it because I have, like, a gravel driveway. It freezes and melts in the winter, and I'm afraid I'm going to fall, and I've crawled up from the driveway. Mm. Okay, so at this point with permit variances working with the city they're saying oh you you can't move the driveway up or the garage up it has to be five feet from the neighbor's Mm. um, property which would that therefore bring the garage into my kitchen because we have narrow (laughs) oh no no. okay so it gets it gets a little bit more okay so um I, I really want to make this happen. So um, uh, I'm working with the city. I won't say who it is because I won't have very kind words. And they're sending me reams of their variances and permits. And I think I'm up to $7,000 oh, in no. uh, permits and variances. Ah, that's so much. So the, um, having the garage physically moved up itself would be about $5,000. Wow. You need, of course, to have the cement base. Yeah. Yeah, probably another ten thousand dollars. Oh my God, are oh. you going to do it? Well, um, I am. I'm. 
I'm looking into and uh, and um, I, I'm in discussion with um, uh, uh, the Attorney General of uh, Minnesota. Wow! The variances. Okay. It's bigger and bigger. It's getting oh, more Sydney! My we wish goodness. you all the luck, Sydney. Yes, best of luck. Best honey. of luck. I that hope does that not that sound, works. Like that does not sound fun but, at all. You know, like the garage that costs not much to make is now turning into the most expensive yeah, garage exactly, in Minnesota. Exactly. Let's go to Jessica. Jessica, did you have a home improvement project that went sideways? Yeah, we went way sideways. Uh, we decided to put carpet in our boys' rooms, which is up on kind of like a third level. And from there, it just snowballed. We ended up redoing all three floors um, of paint, <laughs> oh my God. of flooring. We, but the thing is, it was like, oh, now this looks bad. We should do this. Oh, we should do this. Yes. We gutted the kitchen, all new appliances. We had to call the flooring guys out three times because we're like, well, now we want this flooring here and this flooring here. I basically redid the house all because we wanted new carpet in three little bedrooms. <laughs> I love it. Jessica, thank you for your call. And that is like the way it always happens. Oh, for sure. Like you put lipstick on one part and then everything else starts to look gross. So you're like, oh, I guess we're going to do this. And you know what? Uh, I imagine we could spend a whole nother segment talking about this because in our home, there's two responses to every proposal for a home improvement project. I will, you know, they will present like, let's do this. And I'm like, yep, let's do it. Why? Because, well, it's worth the investment. You know, it'll be done when it's done. Mm -hmm. And Jamie's like, well, what's the least we can do to get us to the next thing? And so then there's that whole layer of like, it's gone sideways, but now our relationship is going sideways because we can't agree on what to do. So which one? Uh. I will quickly tell you the thing that went sideways at our house was we had an outlet in our garage uh, and I have an electric, partially electric car, okay. a hybrid electric car, yeah. and it needs to plug in to charge. And it, you know, you can use a standard outlet, but every time I'd plug the car in, it wouldn't charge all the way. And so we were like, okay, well, we have to have this looked at. So we had an electrician come out. Long story short, after di- trying all the diagnoses, they realized something was going wrong between our detached garage and our house where the oh, feed comes yeah. in. And the guy goes, I got to tell you something. You've got an exposed line somewhere along, and that's dangerous. Oh, God, that's the stuff I'm just like, don't, I don't want to know that. And this was a very, very cold day in January when he said, I now have to, because I can't in good conscience oh, God. leave I've, this. We've had the same issue. I have to cut the power yep. to your garage, which means you cannot park your car in the garage, because mm. we also have a hundred year old garage. It's not a hundred years, but it's really old, and the door is too heavy yeah. to just go up and down. Long story short, he, it, it ended up being a very expensive trench yeah. that needed to be oh, dug bet. out, yeah. and it was a whole. So we just had our kitchen redone, and then we figured it out. Blowing up, we had the same thing with the furnace and a gas a, pos, a crack that they were like, "Well, there could be a gas leak, so we can't leave this on." Oh my god! So it was like, "Well, we're either going to die in the cold." This was years ago. <laughs> die in the cold or get asphyxiated by the gas. Which do you prefer? No thanks. Now. At this point, I would just like to say to Jenny, thank you for giving us all a moment to blow off steam. Yeah. Because you're not alone. And also, you're not alone, Jenny. It happens to all of us. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to get the Gooper Scoopers together. Something really went down with Goop yesterday, and I do not like it. It was goopy. It was real goopy. It was goopier than you can even imagine. I'll take you on the ride after this on My Talk 1071. 
It's clean and brown. OMG, Gwyneth Paltrow is at it again, and it is it, it was got it was bad, and then it was like kind of worse for me. Whatever. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Are you ready to go on a journey? Let's do it. It's a gooper scooper journey. Here come the gooper scoopers. They are gonna find you stuff that's dumb on Goopa scoopa, goopa scoopa. That's just what they Okay, what's going on with Goopies? Okay, so this all started yesterday. This all began yesterday when Goop shared uh, a post on their Instagram uh, for the diaper. <laughs> the what? The diaper. It Di-pair. is a luxury diaper. Let me read it to you. <laughs> what? The description. A Meet luxury. the diaper. Our new disposable diaper lined with virgin alpaca wool oh. and fastened with amber gemstones known Ooh. for their ancient emotional cleansing properties. Sounds about right. Infused with a scent of jasmine and bergamot mm. for a revitalized baby. Are you really? This is a diaper? Wow. Dropping tomorrow oh. at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. $120 for a pack of 12. Jeez. Oh, what? Okay. 12 fancy foo-foo diapers, which all the... Fancy also, poo-poo diapers. <laughs> fancy poo-poo diapers. Speaking of um, poo-poo diapers, you don't want to poo-poo an alpaca, right? I don't... I mean, I don't... Li- listen, I don't know what... Why you'd want... Why you'd need that. What that... What benefit that would bring a baby, but fine. People were beside themselves, including myself. Like, well, you lately. have got to be kidding me. We are in a national... Baby formula shortage. That's a thing, right? Because I saw somebody put that on Instagram, and I was like, "I'm unfamiliar with this shortage." No, it's real, Mostly and I it's kids, and it's awful, and it's scary, and it's not good, yeah. and it's bad. Add um, it to the list of all the other things that are scary and bad right now. Don't get me started. Don't even get, get me, me started. started. So, rightly so, people are incensed at the diaper. <laughs> Well, then I can't believe it's called the diaper and people at like people thought, was this a joke? Trust. I checked the date. I was like, not April 1st moving right along. It must be real. And I was ready to have that moment. And then I went on a different journey because then today at 11 o'clock Eastern time, it was announced. Indeed, that was a joke or really it was a PR stunt. And this is where I got even more angry. Okay. Okay. So the uh, it was exposed that indeed this was a PR stunt uh, because it was meant to shine light on a real problem. Bradley, do you want to know what that problem is? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. 
Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. <laughs> what flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. It's actually a real problem. It's called the diaper tax. And this is a... What? This is a thing where in some certain areas of our country, diapers are taxed as a luxury item. Oh, so they are taxed oh, in such a way, oh. right? Oh, it's all clicking. It's clicking, right? But yes, and, and yes, it is definitely a real problem. And there are, you know, babies need diapers and people need to buy diapers. And when you are paying 7% above and beyond... Uh, what they cost in order to pay the luxury tax mm-hmm. for the necessity that is a diaper. Yeah. That is upsetting. Gwyneth Paltrow has decided to get on board with this, and this is all meant to promote uh, an organization called Baby to Baby, who is uh, working on eliminating that diaper tax. Okay. Can I make a point? Real I quick? want you to make the point that I bet oh, no. you're going to make. No, I want you to say it. Okay. Say it. How many minutes into the segment are we? A lot. Like four. Yeah. I just now understood what this was all about. Uh-huh. That's not your fault. No. That is to say, Gwyneth. Yes. You could have simply told me that in the beginning instead of taking me on this journey because here's what I did. And I bet this is what most people did. Mm-hmm. I saw this headline mm-hmm. and I was like, that's dumb. Move on. Mm-hmm. Now, in the context, of, I know we were talking about this on the show, so it's a little different, but Meaning, like, uh, most people, when they saw this story, probably went, oh, God, that Gwyneth is doing something dumb again, dot, dot, dot. They didn't get the rest of the story because no. there's, it's like the boy who cried wolf. You're yes. The boy who cried vagina can. Yes. And, and, and the reason that this PR stunt doesn't work is because of the same thing that drives you crazy about Gwyneth Paltrow, which is that she does, she knows not what she does. It is so believable that this oh. woman would roll out a hundred twenty dollar luxury diapers for your baby because she's the same woman who has marketed uh you know a very expensive egg that you're meant to put in your hoo-ha you know do, do you see what i'm saying it's this doesn't complete the loop for a lot of people because they dismiss it yeah because they're because just not, we're used to it they from think her it's a joke even if it's real it's a joke to us. And what she did was say, let me confirm all of your beliefs about me, misguided as though I think you are. Yeah. And then miss an opportunity to actually educate you about something that's very important. And then shame us for... For, not, for taking the bait. Yeah. That she put on the hook. Yes! yes! <laughs> and guess what? What? We have more D-bags coming up after this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, on the Colleen and Bradley show, we'll tell you about some celebrities behaving badly on My Talk 107. What? Oh, celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. Yes. And we have a name for these celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Uh, Where is das D-Bag? Thank you for asking. What's your D-Bag? I'm going to say that it is uh, the way that the director of Top Gun Maverick, Joseph Kaczynski, is justifying not using Kelly oh and Meg in I, Top Gun I Maverick. So I heard some other people talking, mm-hmm. and they shall remain nameless because I love them. Mm-hmm. 
Some of your best friends are them. <laughs> I, I don't like these explanations. Mm-hmm. Why do people feel the need to make excuses? Please tell me his excuse. Okay, so this is what I do. This is specifically what I don't like about this because I'm going to call BS on it. Um, I'm going to call BS on the excuse because I think it's meant to cover something else up. Yes. Okay. Get used to it. So exactly. What he said essentially was, I didn't want every storyline to always be looking backwards. It was important to introduce some new characters. Now, here's why I'm calling BS on it. I have brought the evidence oh, to the good. table. See, this is what I like, because it's one thing to have an opinion. Yes. It's another thing to yes. bring your legal opinion. Thank you. Yes. Uh Working for the firm of Maverick and Goose, I am here to present. So here's what. Okay, so he said basically. McGillis and. Uh, thank you, Ryan. Ryan. McGillis and Ryan. So he says this is the director of Top Gun Maverick. The reason why he didn't want Meg Ryan, who played the wife of Goose, and Kelly McGillis, who played the love interest of Maverick, to be in the new series, is because he doesn't doesn't want all the storylines. To be looking backward. I bring to you the new love interest in Top Gun Maverick, played by Jennifer Connelly. Her name is Penny Benjamin. If you saw Top Gun, that name should ring a bell. I did, but it doesn't. Okay. Because I'm not. It's a very popular scene. Penny Benjamin. Okay. The Admiral's daughter, whom he had an affair with or had some sort of dalliance with. Meaning Maverick yeah, yeah, yeah. tells the story, and it's like a kind of a funny moment. It is a it is a moment from the original Top Gun. So what you've just done to me shows why what he just said is a big crock of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because you have to be so far back in the old days Thank to even you. know where that story came from. Yes. And that's why I think it is a cover up for the real truth, which is the thing that Kelly McGillis frankly said in 2019 when she was realized that she was not asked to take part in the movie that she helped make a blockbuster. She said at the time, I'm old and I'm fat and I look age appropriate for what my age is. And that's not what that whole scene is about. To me, I'd much I, rather feel absolutely in my skin and who I am at my age, as opposed to being pl- to placing a value on all that other stuff. Oh God, I love her. Oh. I love her, but she cannot be listened to by Hollywood. Meaning no, they're not able be, to hear the words she's hear saying her because they're all busy. You know, they've got trying, too much silicone in their ears to get appointments uh, for fillers. <laughs> I mean, and again, I love fillers. Some of my best friends are fillers. No, it's to say that she's absolutely right. That's not what that whole scene is about. Meaning Hollywood's eye Mm -hmm. does not have patience in that context. I will say, I think aging women in Hollywood, as a man, I'm about to now tell you why I think women (laughs) women are actually advancing their cause. (laughs) Um, no, but I think there are many places now for women of a certain age. I was just listening to a, uh, a long interview with Pamela. Is it all Adlon? Adlon? Pamela Adlon? She is now, I don't want to take you down a rabble, rabble hole. Pamela Adlon is an actress. Um, what? I just was laughing at your L's. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pamela Adlon. She has, she just wrapped Better Things, which is a, a sort of, semi-autobiographical fictional tale Mm -hmm. of her life. Mm -hmm. 
And she actually played like Joe's cousin on mm-hmm. Facts of Life. You would oh, remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From okay, that. now I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But but her whole thing is like, I didn't get huge opportunities until she was in her 50s. Mm-hmm. And she talks about how increasingly there's some space for women in this place and like she's living her best life. So my point was simply to say, by using her as an example, that I think there are places for women in Hollywood. The problem is, and I think the last sort of like, I, I don't know if you would call it a glass ceiling, but like the the that sort of and that's that's the problem, right? Because Top Gun is a throwback. It's a hearkening back yep. to a time when women didn't have that or ve- had very much less of a role to play. And it was a very finite role. Mm-hmm. So like to her point, but also I think to the point of the people who made the movie, the, how would they have done that? How would they have threaded that needle mm-hmm. to deal with the reality of the way that we deal with women today versus how we dealt with them then. Yeah. I mean, yes. And I'm not also, expecting you to have all the answers. and I don't, but I will say this also, it, it bears mentioning that Tom Cruise, um, is a person who has tried to preserve his own youth oh God. in such a way. Oh God. So then they also have to, so. yeah. So then they have to consider how do they cast somebody side by side with, Somebody who is she had to play the role and she wasn't willing to do that. Yeah, I it's so, uh, other women will, though. Yep. Or were able to or yep. were able to fit the very narrow slot yes. that Hollywood gave them. But to your point, there is literally no excuse. Like they should just own it. Say they it. should have said Kelly McGillis was not willing or able to do what we wanted for this film. Yes. And that is a travesty. Yes. I don't think they would have ever in a million years said anything like that. But but don't tell me a story and try to sell it to me like you did, because that's dumb and it didn't it doesn't hold water is all I'm trying to say is none of that held water. Joseph Kaczynski, you're my D-bag today. Thank you very much. I'm still going to see the movie. I'm still going to see the movie and I'm probably going to love it because I got nostalgic feels. I could do without the Lady Gaga song, but you didn't ask me about that. Anyway, what? Who's your no, I, I, I'm all here for it because I firmly agree. And that's our love of Hollywood. We I love mean, it and we hate it. You got to hold it all together. It's rough, man. It's rough. Hey, who's your D-bag? Kevin Spacey. Okay. And, and really, that is a frequent flyer. Uh, evidence. I mean, look, Kevin Spacey, always a D-bag, mostly because more than a dozen men have accused him of sexual assault and misconduct since, nine, or since 2017 and probably before. Uh-huh. However... Uh, my more of a d bag goes to whoever made this possible. He's apparently lining up his biggest role since those allegations. Five years after he was cut out of all the money in the world, uh, he's making his return. Uh-uh. All the money in the world is the movie. Uh-huh. Uh, all the money in the world is probably also what he was making before yeah, these allegations. Precisely, it's another story, and probably still has. Yeah, thank you. Uh, he will star in an upcoming UK Hungarian Mongolian co-production. That's a lot. I know. Get this, though. I thought this when I read this. I was like, what is this? So he's it's called Gateway to the West, which marks his largest feature to date since the 2017 allegations. This movie includes this is not like that one Italian movie. Remember where he showed up as like a bit part? Yeah. Eric Roberts, Christopher Lambert, Terrence Stamp uh, and some newcomers, Jeremy Newmark Jones and Genevieve Florence for or 1242. 
uh, Gateway to the West, as I said, tells the story of Genghis Khan's military commander, grandson, Batu Khan, who was elected commander in chief of the western part of the Mongol Empire. Uh, blah, blah, blah. There's so this gonna... is an interesting, like, historical... Yeah, it sounds like a fascinating film. I was like, I have not heard of it. Yeah, this. guess what you're not going to be seeing? I it. Know. it. I know. He was... <laughs> I mean, again, what I find so bizarre to me is that in an industry that has choices that anybody would have made this choice not because it's not and we've said this so many hundreds of times probably mostly in our head but definitely a dozen times on this show Mm -hmm. it's not that kevin spacey can't have a career or work it's that when my conversation is with the people who make choices about who's in movies Mm -hmm. When you have all of these opportunities to put people in your films, are you going to put the person who has 17 credible allegations of sexual assault yeah. in your movie? Yeah. Is that is that what we would call a good choice? Who hasn't, by the way, acknowledged, accepted, uh, and says all of those were incorrect, despite very credible allegations. It's not that he should never work again or that he should not be allowed to pursue whatever life he wants to pursue despite you know unless he's like in jail right right it's that like all of the people who make choices about roles and who to put in films yeah. would think that that was the right choice to make right it's so bizarre to me especially when you consider that there are probably scores of people in that are actors that have not ever had one yeah Credible accusation yeah, launched against them. This is not one uncomfortable, and I'm, I'm being, you know, sort of like facetiously vague. Like, this is not just one, ex- and, and, and not even that one allegation is not enough, right. but to say that a person who has 17 credible and several legal actions brought against him, and I think the Anthony Rapp stuff is still up there. It's still, up, still, and, up it's in still the out there, yeah. So, like, and, and again, no responsibility taken, no, like, I should have behaved differently. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. What? Yeah. No. And you think this is your best casting yeah. move? I don't know. That just shows you the power of, of Hollywood. Well, and the thing that will be interesting to watch is the, you know, interesting hula hooping that they do to try to get around this so that they can sell their damn movie to people to watch it. Because you read what you just read me was an interesting plot of yeah. a movie that I would have wanted to possibly see. Yeah. And now I'm like, I don't really need I, to see that. No. Nope. Also, I think I said 17 allegations. So it's a dozen allegations since 2017, if I okay. was unclear. Well, a two I looks a like little, a seven I know. when we're not looking closely. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, as if you have not had enough, I'm telling you, you have not had enough. We are going to have a little D-bag double down with a friend of ours. And I have not. I've deliberately oh, not read this gonna story. Have, we're going to have so much fun, you guys. You're going to roll the <laughs> eyes right out your head. I can't wait. We'll tell you who that D-Bag Double Down is when we come back. And it is a frequent flyer after this on my talk. 1071. Did you just do that on the air? Oh. <laughs> no, that's you on the air. <laughs> this is the you Colleen never know what you're going to hear. How true that is. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. That you come through my ears regardless. Bradley, isn't that the problem that you know, have that's a weird at phrase. all times in yeah. my life? Uh, hey, guess what? We have uh, more than one D-bag today Why? on the Colleen and Bradley show. And uh, when that happens, we have a little D-bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. 
were just talking about the temperature in here. It's very weird. It changes on a dime. And well, we're and not sometimes, sure what's like, going I on. think ghosts actually. There are ghosts in here. Oh my gosh. Okay, so start. I don't believe in them, but I do want to tell you about my D bag. Yeah, tell. Okay, I'm just going to walk over and yeah, change you do the, the thing heat. while I talking. tell the listener that our D bag double down today is a frequent flyer. I don't have the. Bing bomb from the airport. Uh, we don't airplane. have that anymore. It's gone. Shame. Okay. But I do have that. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And that is for one Rebel Wilson. Mm. Now, you might think you know what I'm going to say about what Rebel Wilson said, but in fact, you don't, because this is like, I, I this is interesting. Okay. okay. I just want to tell you that she sat down and I had every intention of listening to the podcast because I just wanted to hear it, but you guys, I'm a very busy person. Oh. I am. I'm, some of my best friends are busy. He can't do it. No, I couldn't be bothered, but what I did do is read the report of the report of um, our good friend Rebel Wilson appearing on Betches Media's You Up podcast with Jara Fried and Jordana Abraham, where she spoke. That was a lot of words. It was a lot, but I wanted to give them their credit Okay, uh, so you can play the home game. Done. And she spoke about her dating life. Now, we are fascinated by Rebel Wilson because she's kind of like this journey of self-discovery in Hollywood, meaning we can see in her how actors move through Hollywood mm-hmm. and the, the ways that they try to help their career along. Right. Right. So she has used her own personal narratives to get publicity and she's had relationships or what we would call them publicationships mm-hmm. in uh, the spotlight. And then she talks about like her personal weight loss journey. Yep. Her year of health. Her year of health. All that yeah. stuff. Yeah. And she is definitely, I mean, some of the, all of, all or some of these things may be very true for her. However, what has, what she has done is constructed a narrative around them. So it's kind of, you kind of are like, is she telling the truth or is she being completely honest or is she trying to put, you know, uh, a different shine on some stuff? So now she's talking about relationships. Great. And dating specifically. So you I am know, leaning in. You know it's going to be... It's going to smell like something. <laughs> it's going to smell. <laughs> so though she is currently happily in a relationship, and we knew that, right? Because I think we saw uh, there was this brief period where she was showing up with this tennis player. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that's who this is. By the way, put a pin in that because I think it's noticeable that she is not everywhere with that mm-hmm. person in the way that she was with her previous love, who was, do you remember? Jacob P. Bush. Who just showed up in my Instagram feed the other day because, of course, I still follow him. This, you know, sort of, uh, what do we call him? An heir? He's not really an heir to the Bush family, but he's one of the offspring of yeah. a branch of the Bush family. And he's a person with his hands in all kinds of stuff. Lots and of money. 
trying to make a go of some stuff. Exactly. And one of those things was, uh, you know, being in a high profile relationship with with uh, Rebel Wilson. And they were very public. Oh, yeah. Until they weren't. But now her relationship, not so much. So she talks about this in between time, right? Before, Mm -hmm. after Jacob P. Bush, before this new person. I went on some dates, Colleen. Oh. Rebel Wilson did. I went on some dates with some billionaires. And then I also, you know, had dates with some people who had nothing. Hold the phone. (laughs) That was, that's, first of all, that's a weird way to start. (laughs) I went on some dates with some billionaires. Well, she started this whole conversation by saying she shared that she'd spent 2019, which she coined. The year of hell. No. Oh. The year of yes. No. The year of. Well, we're talking about dates. Dates. The year Romance, of love. love. Okay. She called 2019 the year of love, going on more than 50 dates in cities like uh, uh, New York City, L.A., San Diego. I went on some dates with billionaires and then some with people who had nothing. It was the full spectrum of people. I can't. Who talks like that? I cannot. Also, who? that's like not name dropping, but no, it's like... No, that's like clout... Class dropping. Yeah. Right? I don't... Which no, also, I didn't that like just, it. Also, I, if I were not a billionaire, would I then be one of the people who had nothing? Nothing. I mean... Who says really? that? Really? Nothing? Like, really? Like, you... Do you... Really? Nothing? <laughs> I, this is the other thing. Is How do you it say... It was the full spectrum How does a people? person say that out of their mouth space and not immediately go, I sound like a bleep? The last person I went out with on the app, I now this I I lost it at this okay. because and I I'm just going to read it. Okay. I won't react. I will let you do all the reacting. Please feel free okay. to have all the emotion. Okay. Quote: This was again, um, her talking about being she dated on an app, and she turned to an unlikely source to check her instincts. The last person I went out with on the app, I did get the FBI to like check them out. What? Just to make sure there was like nothing. And there actually was something in their past. It was an assault charge. She, okay. Okay, that there's too much there to unpack. I know! Like, who, who, the FBI, how, what did you what? drop a did tip? Call, call hey, the tip line? Like, I need some hi, help? Hi, is this the FBI? It's me, Rebel Wilson. I just need you to check out this guy I met on an Oh my app. God, listen to this. While this was the only time Wilson turned to the FBI for assistance with her dating life, she says they offered to perform a background check on any future suitors. I just sensed that something wasn't right. No. However, there was no FBI agent required for Wilson to connect with her current partner. The senior year star met him through a friend. Like, do you, can you just call up the FBI and say, Hi, I'm a celebrity. I need you to check on somebody's past. Also, a rudimentary Google search will tell you if somebody has a criminal record. Women do this all the time, and they should, especially young women. At least that's the advice I would give to all, even just people. Anybody who is intersecting with someone, they have zero understanding about their history yes. and past and are the least bit concerned, just do a simple background check. It's, it's not, not difficult. And you don't need the FBI. No, and that's the And part- what is the FBI doing wasting resources for a celebrity? Thank you. Also, again, again, I go back to this. How do you make those words with the, 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 the hole in your face and not immediately <laughs> think, 
what a bleep you it sound also, like. It also just sounds like the, the thing we love about, and I'm speaking for us right now. It's fine. But to add on to you uh, and your outrage, rightfully so, is um, she just sounds like she's talking in a commercial constantly. Always. Like to say, she goes on to say like, um, Hot Girl Summer was so successful that I'm off the market, so I won't be doing Hot Girl Summer this year. Hopefully, I'll be in a happy, successful relationship. I do feel the best I've ever felt. And then she goes on to talk about how healthy she is and blah, 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 all the expect, uh, the things you would expect. Yeah. It just sounds like it sounds like publicity. It yeah. doesn't sound like genuine. No, it's lines. Who, who talks like that? Zero. But then when she does get that way, it's like she's dropping in. I called the FBI. I mean, is she doing like, spawn? We'll is she doing spawn gun for the FBI? Hey, look. I mean, maybe. <laughs> what the oh. heck? I she they just... offered to help me anytime. If you had a friend who talked like that, you would be like, "Look, Beverly." Yeah, I'd be like, "Bev, you're you sound so... like a bleep. <laughs> you sound like a bleep. You Please sound like do a bleep." Not ever tell people that honestly at all seriously. She does not have anybody in her corner that's saying to her, no, I don't think I you're putting the, off the image you think you're putting off. I get the impression she's got the people around her who are willing to tell her what she wants to hear. You, Honey, you hire us. We will yeah, give you great we're advice. We're here for you. Or just listen to our show because yes. we're doing it for free. Yes, you're welcome. We're, call us the FBI, huh? When we come back after the fabulous this. bunch of idiots. Yes. On my talk 1071, what is your favorite loyalty program? It's gonna get exciting. Six five one six four one one oh seven one.